everybody. Today with me, I have Senator Jeremy England. We're so glad to have you today. Yeah, thank you, Tyler. Glad to be here. Yes, of course. So today we're going to be talking about House Bill 401, which basically has to do with electric vehicles and their manufacturers. So can you start off kind of just by telling us a little bit about that? Yeah, so what the bill does essentially is it would limit uh, manufacturers such as, as Tesla who will come to Mississippi and set up their own LLC in order to set up a showroom or even maybe a dealership, uh, it, it limits them from being able to do that. So what that's called is a wholly owned subsidiary of a manufacturer. And typically in Mississippi, uh, in the past, what you've seen are your traditional dealers um, uh, for your, from your more traditional manufacturers, your Toyotas, your Chevrolets, they set up a franchisee system where they have a franchise with a dealer uh, that then distributes the vehicles uh, to the consumer. Uh, and those uh, in Mississippi, if you're a manufacturer, you can't set up a direct, um, you can't set up your own dealership. You have to mm -hmm. go through some other yeah. entity like that. So um, Tesla, who uses a completely different sales model than what we're typically used to, um, or what I guess most people are used to when they go to purchase a vehicle, uh, they're coming here, they're having a, setting up a wholly owned subsidiary company to where they can um, you know, show vehicles, do a showroom, allow people to test drive the, these new vehicles, which are you know, brand new. They're, they're, they're things that people don't really know much about. Mm -hmm. um, and then have a vehicle there for them to, to, um, to purchase. But a lot of your automobile dealers, your more traditional automobile dealers in Mississippi don't like the don't like that. They want to have to they want Tesla and, and Rivian and these other um, up and coming up and coming companies to have to use their sales model mm -hmm. as opposed to the one that seems to work for uh, these electric vehicle uh, manufacturers. Yeah, um, the way that I've kind of read like sum up on it is like Tesla. They don't necessarily need that like third party dealership because like people who buy electric cars don't need like oil changes and the kinds of maintenances that a lot of dealerships do and so they just sell their cars differently and so this bill kind of just makes it to where if you have if you want to sell a car in Mississippi you have to go through a dealership and not through the manufacturer correct that's correct yeah that's what they're wanting to do and look under the law currently they can do this that they're able to do this so so that this new bill is seeking to you know kind of close that off, that option off to them and make them have to come in and use the dealer uh, franchisee model mm -hmm. and it's just not something that works for them and yeah. it's something they're not being forced to do in other states which is what worries me because if we start closing markets down in Mississippi we're really going to be behind and, and leave ourselves out on um, you know potentially new jobs, new uh, manufacturers coming in, mm -hmm. new suppliers, you know we're really uh, we would really be stepping uh, backwards in my opinion uh, instead of moving forward if, if HB 401 passes. Yeah, it uh, it just doesn't seem very free market in my opinion. Uh, you know, we in Mississippi, a lot of us claim to be conservative and we're like, we want to bring in new jobs and new innovation into our state, but this bill makes it to where a lot of these EV companies like Tesla would be pushed across state lines into other places that don't have these kind of regulations. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Yeah. It's, it's completely anti uh, free market. It's it's a protectionist measure. Mm -hmm. uh, and look, if you want to see that directly, um, these other th these other more traditional dealers and more traditional manufacturers are wanting to tell Tesla, like, look, you can set up as many service stations as you want, or you know, as many service uh, mechanic shops as you want to. We just don't want you selling them using your dealer model. And, but so they we're, don't work like that. right, which yeah. is which is definition textbook definition of, of protectionism mm -hmm. and and closing off the market. 
And, and one thing I found interesting, you know, it's our second year to deal with this. Mm -hmm. So the bill died in conference last year, um, and it got way closer than it ever should have, but, yeah. it, but it died in conference last year. And there were, I think, five other states that were looking to open up their markets because the way our law is written that allows for this to happen is called an open market. Mm -hmm. If a state doesn't allow it, they're what's known as a closed market. Well, we were the only state in the, in the United States that was looking to close an open model. All these other states are looking to open their closed models. So they see, you know, they see what they're doing and, and, and they're looking to move forward. And if we open this market, if we're, if we're friendly to these companies, and look, we're not saying you have to buy an electric vehicle. Yeah. I don't own an electric vehicle. I think they're too expensive right now. I'm not sure if I believe in the, in, in the technology, but I do think that's what's coming. Mm -hmm. and, and look, just like uh, televisions and microwaves and cell phones, if you allow the market to, to start um, reacting to these and you start letting folks sell, you're going to see prices come down and you're going to be able to, you know, you're going to be able to purchase. It's more consumer friendly, it's more company friendly, yeah. it's definitely more innovative, more job friendly, um, and so we definitely don't need to take a step backwards. Yeah, it's just EVs, this is a growing business and we need to adapt with the times. That's right. So we just don't need, I feel like we don't need to create this law because it would just push people over state lines and it would just... I guess prohibit new innovation in our state rather than bringing it in. So. Oh yeah, it absolutely yeah. would. If you can, you know, if, if you can't have one of these, um, you know, showrooms or dealerships in, in DeSoto County, uh, you're going to see them in Memphis. If you yeah. can't have one down on the Gulf Coast, you're going to see them in Mobile or New Orleans. Mm -hmm. and, and and we're just going to drive consumers away. Um, and if we're driving if we're driving consumers away, we're not showing that we're open to this type of. Of market, yeah. well, look, you've got you've got battery production that, that comes from this. You've got different um, shoot all kind of different suppliers. You even got the manufacturers are looking to move around to states. And and when when you put all the states together, sometimes it's a very small uh, a very small reason why they choose to go one place mm -hmm. rather than the other. And we don't need to give any uh, manufacturers, or especially in the high tech world that we're in, we don't need to give them any excuses not to locate the Mississippi. Absolutely. Um, so you kind of talked about how this is the second year that people are pushing this bill. It died last year in conference. Can you kind of talk about like the status of the bill now, what committee it's in, what the process going forward would look like for it? Yeah, sure. So, so last year we didn't get the bill until later, um, and we got, it in, we got it into our finance. On the Senate we have the finance mm -hmm. uh, committee. Uh, the, our, our counterpart in the House is known as the Ways and Means Committee. Mm -hmm. Uh, so Ways and Means sent it to us, we got it in finance, we had a few amendments to it, it went back to the House and they didn't agree to it so it went into conference, right? Well right now, and look we're only in, what we're about to start week three, three or four, yeah. um, uh -huh. you know still very early in the legislative session and we're already, we've already got this bill out of Ways and Means. So that means it was dropped over there, uh, it was taken up by the committee, it was passed on the House floor and it was sent to us very quickly um, and there's a reason why it's moving quickly you know the more questions you ask uh, especially in what is a Republican supermajority legislature and you've got a bill that's going to close off a, a certain industry and, and tell consumers you know we're sorry we know this this new sales model is out there we're going to shut it down here in Mississippi mm -hmm. the more you you get that information out the the harder it is to pass a bill like this mm -hmm. so do you think that it's going to make it out of Senate finance and do you <laughs> look I hope not yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll vote against it yeah. and, and I think we'll see some amendments and, mm -hmm. and look I'm, I'm not sure there's not a compromise position that yeah. allows 
that would allow for the purpose of the bills where dealers that currently have franchises with the with the um, with the manufacturer that will allow them to continue that sales model because mm -hmm. we don't want to go tell them what to do either yeah. and then also allow uh, these EVs to come through but um, if it does make it out of finance I don't want it to be, I don't want to see this fast track I don't yeah. want to see it hit the Senate floor and we're taking it up quickly I want to I want us to talk about it I want to have a chance to talk with my colleagues that are also conservatives uh, you, you know there's a lot of us you know especially right now election time we're all you know we're all conservative Republicans but but we've got to make sure that when it comes to policy uh, and, and issues like this that we're not um, setting a bad precedent and, mm -hmm. and passing bad Absolutely. law and, and I think the reason uh, Tyler I think the reason that we're seeing this you know we all come from hometowns that have a hometown automobile dealer mm -hmm. right and they all have been told that this is you know the most important bill in, in their profession's history you know they've got to pass this bill to help uh, help themselves out essentially to protect them from from um, from any competition coming in or from anything bad happening to their industry we all love our automobile dealers they're they're economic drivers we, we see you know when you put up a like like out here on i-55 you have you have dealers and you have just the businesses that come with those are kind of like an anchor for to attract more mm -hmm. well if we open this up to evs i think we're going to have a different anchor and we're going to have a different different type of industry uh opening up to it the younger uh, generation is is more prone to understand and, and appreciate an electric vehicle uh, so shoot this might help brain drain even if yeah, we, if we kill this law and allow these folks to come in and, mm -hmm. and do business here in the state absolutely um, you mentioned wanting to talk to your constituents about this mm -hmm. what can like just the average Mississippian do to try to get involved if they have opinions what can they do to just I guess get involved in this bill right so so number one pay attention yeah. and do so quickly because yes. like I said this, this might be moving through the system uh, you know pretty rapidly and and again that's one 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 reason that that's done sometimes to keep people from getting involved mm -hmm. so uh, if, if Mississippians want to have a free market and they don't want to shut out uh, you know they want us to see us uh, be a true capitalist uh, state that's open to new industries and, and, and new uh, sales models contact our, you know contact our senator um, they can you know follow you guys on Facebook that can follow all the other groups like Americans for Prosperity yeah. um, and and the, any conservative big conservative think tank or big conservative policy group is going to be against yes. this bill <laughs> and so they can follow those and support those groups but but certainly let your senator and your your representatives and our state leadership know um, that we don't want to do this whether we like electric vehicles or not yes. we're not here to tell them you can or cannot sell here let them come into the market uh, if they fail if Mississippians overwhelmingly reject electric vehicles and don't go purchase them well the market will take care of itself but yes. we don't need to take care of the we don't need to stick our hands in the market from that capital absolutely. building I totally agree absolutely um, alright well that's kind of all I have is there anything else you want to say about it I just hope that um, you know I hope we're able to defeat this bill I really do it's it's um, that I was told when I first uh, came to the Senate I'll spend my first term learning how to pass bills and then the rest of the time up here learning how to kill bad bills. Well, this is a bad bill, so I'm jumping right in head first and I hope we can uh, hope we can defeat this. I appreciate uh, the help you guys are offering yes, on this. Awesome. Well, um, I appreciate you coming in and chatting with me today. Yep. Thank yes. you, Tyler. Awesome. Thank you.